Welcome back to Policing Matters. I'm your host, Jim Dudley. Well, things may be settling down as far as the hurricane of policing criticism and moves to minimize law enforcement across the country over this past year. Officers struggle to keep their heads up amidst the criticism, the scrutiny, and changing landscape that's vilified them and sometimes held them to standards that are different than what may have been even just a year ago. Although it's been overturned by the Supreme Court as ambiguous, even New York tried to make some otherwise benign use of force tactics into chargeable crimes. Police families and loved ones feel the strain physically and emotionally. And I've been inspired by those on social media who seek to give law enforcement officers and their families some valuable resources to help them deal with those negative aspects. Well, our guest today on Policing Matters on PoliceOne.com is Bridget Truxillo. She's a former officer, former deputy who served in patrol and investigations and on the SWAT team at her agency. She's since moved on to private practice, but she hasn't forgotten her roots. She's been terrific at bringing wellness and support to the public safety community. Law enforcement officers who are overwhelmed and frustrated are able to leverage Bridget's 30 years of wellness, leadership, law enforcement and legal training for a blueprint on how to easily feel more comfort, ease and support for increased balance and joy in life. Bridget is passionate about helping law enforcement officers discover the ability to find happiness on a daily basis, no matter what the environment is or circumstances are surrounding them. She's an attorney with the former Deputy Sheriff SWAT and Undercover Narcotics and the founder and CEO of Protected Protective Wellness. Let me get that right. Protective <laughs> Wellness. Bridget, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jim. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you know, I mean, I found you on social media. You're always on with a positive message and you're uplifting and um, you've got some really good thoughts and advice on protective wellness and, and legal support for law enforcement officers. Tell us about your message. How'd you get there? Well, thank you so much for saying that. I mean, one of the biggest compliments I think anybody can give me is at this point is like, it, it means a lot to me that you're seeing it. It means a lot to me that you're actually picking up on, um, on what my message is. Cause I, I like to say, I'm a, I like to be positive poly about things rather than uh, Debbie Downer. Um, and, you know, we all have our Debbie Downer moments, but at the end of the day, the only thing that you can control is yourself. And in almost every way you can control how you feel about something. And um, that, that's how I got to where I am. And certainly, um, like you said, with my background that I, you know, I've been an attorney for a long time, um, but before that being a deputy sheriff, I knew from the moment that I left the sheriff's office that I would wanna give back someday because even when I left, the job of law enforcement is hard and people, unfortunately, I mean, you deal with situations where they don't want you there. Um, you know, a lot of it in a violent, aggressive way. And then other times just bad things have happened. And so I know that leaving it, I wanted to be able to help officers deal, you know, of all what, and I say officers, I, I think this, I mean, all first responders can use this. I think all humans can use this. Um, it's things I talk about with my daughters in some ways on a regular basis. Um, you know, as you grow up, as you navigate different seasons of life, um, we all know like things that are hard in your twenties don't exist in your forties and you know, like, but they're still hard things. So 
applying these, this wellness principles that I talk about a lot help you no matter what season of your, your life that you're in. And it helps you feel like you're more in control of your life. And when you're doing things that make you feel like you're doing things that you feel like, oh, oh, I do have control over this, um, makes you feel like things are okay. Like, you know, you can't change what what the job of law enforcement is. I I couldn't change the fact that I had a really crappy supervisor when I was in narcotics unit or on SWAT team. but what I could change is how my outlook on it. I actually posted yesterday a, a quote from Maya Angelou. Um, she has so many great quotes. Um, but the gist of it was, you can't change. The, if you can't, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change the way you think about it, and just don't. And then don't complain. And I didn't. That's the only part I didn't really like. The end of that quote saying, "Don't complain," because honestly, I'll say sometimes you just need to complain. Everybody has that one person, whether it's a therapist or a friend or a wife or, or whatever, that you just need to vent something and get it out. Do it. Great. And then do something about it. And I think everybody has the power to do that. So that's, that's where I am now and wanting that. That's what my message is all the time is, is teaching people that, yes, it is possible. Yes, it is hard. Let's all acknowledge that it's hard. And then let's find ways to give you the feeling of control in that hard situation so that you can find happiness because you can still find happiness every single day somehow if you're looking for it yeah so i mean a lot of your messages are just that they're they're just sort of one-liners or quotes but um as far as a wellness mantra is there something that you teach that's um you know a step-by-step process or over time uh you know there's a lot of hurt people out there i mean we've had in, in law enforcement, we've had record numbers of suicides yes. and the COVID uh, impact is huge. So mm-hmm. are you a one-timer or is it a process over time? How does it work? Well, that's a great question. Not a one-timer. Um, imagine as being like, oh, I'm going to go learn Spanish. Um, you don't go take a Spanish class and then check the box and be like, got it, done. I'm good. I know Spanish. No, you have to study it and study it and study it and study it. I mean, I've been an attorney now for, I mean, I started law school in 2005, which still sounds like yesterday, but it wasn't. Um, I'm still studying the law in so many ways that I learned something to be better and to, to do better. Um, the wellness, what I call it is wellness training. And it's a journey, not a destination. And I think sometimes people can look at that as like a, like, oh, I gotta do this all the time. But you shouldn't look at it that way. You should look at it as a way, it, it is a way, it is the tool for finding happiness every day. And what I mean by wellness training is this, and it's, and it's specific, but, but not rigid. I don't believe in anything very being super rigid, but that within an hour a day, you can do things in your life to work on your physical self, your mental self, and your spiritual self. And you may think, well, I don't have an hour a day, but yes, you do. And I like to give examples in my own life because I walk the walk because this has worked for me for a very long time is, I mean, from the time that I was on SWAT um, is that every day you move your body. We all know, I don't need to quote you the statistics on the importance of that, eat well and sleep. I mean, those three things, stimulation, nutrition, and rest. If you don't have those three things, it's like not drinking water. You will, you will have a rapid decline. Um, the next one is the spiritual, which is where I work in things like meditation. So it's that sitting in stillness every day for hopefully less, no less than 10 minutes. But I'm telling you, sometimes I have a four-year-old 
sometimes my four-year-old's crashing my meditation and I get three minutes, but I, even if I get three minutes, it's my husband calls it my hippy dippy time. You can call it whatever you want. It works. I promise it. I tell people all the time, just try it for three minutes every day for a week. I promise you, you will feel calm. When you feel calm, you feel more in control. When you feel more in control, you're able to find and see more moments of happiness. So spiritual to me is, is, is meditating and it's by sitting and not, not doing anything, you become really clear and you remind yourself of who you are. And you know that that person doesn't change by circumstance. You are you, no matter what's happening around you, like you said in the intro. And then the mental side is um, writing and journaling. Um, those, you know, there's, you can Google it. There's science out there that shows the benefits mentally. Your brain literally changes when you write something down. Mm. Um, you're not only, and then also you're purging things. So you're taking something out that might be clogging, taking up space and you're creating space for something else like positive things. If you're taking out a negative feeling, it gives you the chance and the, the space or the breath to look for the, the, the positive thing. Um, I do that by, you know, very simply, sometimes I journal and really write things down. If I just, sometimes I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I just need to write this down and get it out. And then, but every day I do, uh, it's called the five minute journal. It's on intelligent change. I didn't invent it, I absolutely, but I absolutely love it. I've been using it for about three years now. Every morning and every night, I spend five minutes writing three things I'm grateful for. Well, at the beginning of the day, it's three things I'm grateful for, three things I would like to accomplish today, and, um, and an, um, like an affirmation. Like today, I think I put, what did I put? I think that, oh, I think I put, I am unstoppable. Sometimes it's, I am smart. Sometimes it, I am funny. Sometimes it says, I am a really good mom. I mean, just, you know, different things, but positive affirmations for you, um, and then at the end of the day, I write th three things that went well, and then one thing that maybe could have gone better. And I don't beat myself up. Like last night, I think one thing that could have gone better is like an extra walk or something, because I try and walk at least a little bit every day. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you do those things, so for me, I say it's 10 minutes of meditation, five minutes at the beginning and end of the day. So that's another 10 minutes. So that's 20. And then I usually work out 20 to 40 minutes. So that's my hour a day. And I don't do it all at one time, which means, and I promise you, you have enough time to break that down in your day. And when you do that, you're doing something in self. That's what I do in all my social media posts. I almost always put hashtag invest in you. Take the time to invest in you because if you're not good, you can't do anything else good around you or it's much harder. It's a struggle. And it's like when you're on the airplane, they say, put your mask on before you put it on the person is that's what you're doing is you are better for everyone else around you, including in your job as a cop or a first responder, but also as a husband, as a wife, as a mom or a dad, as a brother or sister, it, it spills over into everything mm -hmm. and it just makes everything run smoother. Great. So meditation, journaling, and physical activity. Those are your three things. Those are the three main things, writing, <laughs> meditating, and movement. Yeah. And, okay. and eating and eating like that. So one of the th things I actually write down for myself every day, that would be what three things I would like to accomplish today is I write down to eat three times because I don't always stop to eat, which I turn into a raging tired maniac at the end of the day. So then I, but it just takes me, it takes me five minutes in the morning when I'm getting my kids breakfast ready to also set some food aside for me that I can bring, which I did. I could, I have a bag with me with two meals that I'm going to eat during the day. It's healthy. I like it. It's yummy. And it's not some junk. 
and it helps me be a nicer person. So yes, those fitness, nutrition, meditating, and writing. And if I'm really lucky, I get some reading time. I love reading. Nice. Nice. Okay. That sounds like a well-rounded day. So talk a little bit about wellness and legal issues as they overlap. You're an attorney and not only are Mm -hmm. you offering um, wellness tips, but you're also, you're giving legal advice. Um, You know, I checked out your website and and I actually set up uh, an appointment with you through that website. It was great. So the idea of the two meshing, I mean, to me, that's, that's interesting, but it makes mm-hmm. sense considering, you know, today's environment and, mm-hmm. um, you know, police are always under the gun, constant criticism, mm-hmm. right? Of course, there's so many armchair quarterbacks that sit at home and read about something or see something in the news or social media. And of course they could have done it better. Right. I mean, we have, mm-hmm you know, athletes, professional athletes telling cops, you know, how to do the job. So yeah, um, there's that. That was one of my favorites. Right. Yeah. And then uh, a, a perfect example was, um, you know, the media jumping on the border patrol mm-hmm. during the encounter with, you know, Haitians coming across from on the Mexico border. And, uh, you know, uh, the probably the major newspaper in America uh, portrayed the patrol the border patrol is whipping these guys with whips and chains. And then you had government officials, you know, doing the same thing. And I mean, I could see, and I'm sure every cop, every law enforcement officer saw what they saw in those portrayals in the visuals. It, it wasn't whipping. It Mm -hmm. wasn't um, using whips. And uh, here it is a week later and the major newspaper retracts their story and says, hey, we made a mistake. Okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. A week later, uh, sometimes officers are disciplined or sued or fired. Mm-hmm. And it's not a week when it's over. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. weeks or months, sometimes years. And, uh, you know, that, you know, justification at the end that proved they were right, that's not you know, the best solution for them. There's a, a year or more of anxiety in between. How do you help mm-hmm. out in that respect? Because, so I think the big thing is that you know, I've done the job. You know, I was undercover narcotics unit um, where I literally was in the dredges buying, you know, buying crack from people every single day. And people don't sell crack in good places. I mean, and um and then also on the SWAT team where, you know, you're, we're saving people and going after bad people. And um, in the midst of that, I've also got involved in a couple internal affairs investigations. I mean, you don't work in a narcotics unit and a SWAT team and break down doors and do all that and take people's property from them and all and without people complaining about you. And then most agencies, because there's a, and I know you used to be a chief, so sorry, I wasn't, I've never been a chief. Um, that you feel like as a police, as the, the boot, like the, you, you feel like the agency is just throwing you under the bus a lot of times thinking like, this is a completely crap um, complaint. Why are they even doing this? And then I you know, but of course the agency has to look into it because if you don't, if, then you're looking as though you're sweeping things under the rug. So it's a, it's a, it's like a catch 22, but you get involved in those situations and you feel like you're every, everything that you are is being attacked your integrity is being attacked, your job, you might lose your job, you are 
financial stability is being attacked and you just feel like you're getting it from all from everywhere. I was in a union. Um, I am not advocating leaving, not being in a union because of, because of the, the, the services I'm offering, but I did all that. I did. I had wellness routines. I had a union and I still felt like there were gaps. Everything that I do is to fill a gap that I, that existed for me. I wish somebody, I could have found somebody like me back then. And what I mean by that is this, I, let's say I was in, in getting investigated by internal affairs and I, I'm in this, you know, with me and I would have said, oh crap, sorry, I keep saying that. Oh no, um, what am I going to do now? My world is crashing around me in every way possible. I'm just going to go hide under the covers or not be depressed for a week or go drink myself under the table. No, 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 no. I'm going to call Bridget because I need to talk this through. I'm going to book an appointment with her as an attorney, and we're going to talk through the legal legal aspects. We are, you're going to be investigated. You're going to have to write a, a written response. Usually that's due in 24 to 40 hours. I can help you. Don't worry about it. Write your response. Send it to me. I'll review it. And I would prep you for like that in the way that I have prepped so many clients for depositions in the past, because being interviewed by internal affairs is not so different than being in a deposition. You just have slightly less rights in it. Well, it felt like I had a lot less rights in an internal affairs investigation than my clients did in a deposition. But, um, and so I can bring a lot of, um, calm in an otherwise very scary situation because cops aren't attorneys. And even though you are arresting people based upon laws and statutes, it's a very scary situation to be on the, what feels like when you're on the other side of things. And so I can help alleviate worry. And when I can help alleviate worry, I am helping in such a, a huge way. And then that, and I can, I say this all the time that I consider legal support to be a wellness tool because I lived it. I was in a, I was in a position where I thought, oh my gosh, everything I'm working for, I could lose it. And I think that's important in two ways is I talk about balance a lot. You have to have balance in life. You are more than your job. And I, and I think that so all the wellness training I talk about is so that you can understand balance and feel it. I don't mean in, in balance in what your roles are in life, which I said, like cop, dad, wife, mom, brother, all that balance, all of that. But also that law enforcement is such a unique job in the sense that you have the right and the power to take away somebody's constitutional rights. And that is a very important thing to recognize, to never take advantage of, to, um, to never take lightly ever. The second that you start to take that lightly, you are heading down a bad, bad road. And there's, so that's the second way I think there's balance in that. So that's another thing I try really in my, what I'm able to do as an attorney is to break down in a very simple way, legal issues. So I provide legal advice, but I also provide just like legal informational videos. I call them legal foundation videos because and I liken it to like an NBA player. You think NBA players practice dribbling? Yes. Do you think they know how to dribble? Yes. Have they probably dribbled millions and millions of minutes in their life? Yes. But they're always going to work the, the, the foundation, the foundational principles of the sport. Making sure that you know and understand and are comfortable with the legal principles upon which you are allowed to take away somebody's constitutional rights are so important. And if you feel comfortable with that, then you do your job better. And so as an example, last month I did a video for the members on 
qualified immunity and just understanding what it is. It's such a scary thing to say. You think that your life will be over if you don't get qualified immunity. That's not that's exactly true. Just because you don't get qualified immunity, the only what that break it down super simple means that your lawsuit's not getting dismissed, dismissed right away. It means that the judge is deciding that it's going to go a little bit further through the process. That doesn't mean you're going to go to prison or lose your house. That's not what it means. Um, plus certain states, they can't take your house, but that's a whole different thing. Um, the point being that I can help you worry less and in, the, in, the, in my ability to help you navigate legal issues. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's so many wellness and support apps out there. I mean, that's the first that, that I've heard of, of with the legal um, aspect of it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, wellness apps about meditation, activity, nutrition, um, fitness. I mean, they're, they're all out there. It's, it's, it's nice to have that sort of, you know, 360 um, support. Um, so how do you support, so, so I get it, how you would, uh, support law enforcement officers. What do you do for their families or their loved ones, the, their support groups, the people who support the people that are, yeah. you know, on the, on the bad side of things? The, you know, what I said early on is that this training that I do is for basically all humans, but because of my experience, I can very specifically relate to what cops have been through because I've done it. I've seen all the bad things. I've dealt with all the crap with it. Dang it. I keep saying that I've dealt with all the struggle, you know, the difficult things within an agency. Um, and so I can relate very specifically to that within the spouses, as I say, balance in life um, that I, I never lived that role. Thank goodness. Cause I think it would be so hard. Um, but to have somebody who is leaving your house that day, that they work on a job or they could potentially not come home. But again, you can't control that. The only thing that you can control is you. And so this training, th these principles apply to all humans. And it's, it's very similar. I'm sure that you've heard of the book, Emotional Survival for Law Enforcement by Dr. Gil, I think it's Gil Martin. Mm -hmm. And it's telling stories of law enforcement with, and this is sort of a simplified take on it for, for the the spouses or the support people, the support around them to understand that. And one of the things I do for families is to say, do this with us. You guys, you know, you're on this journey together. And the more that you can do to make you, again, it all comes down to if you are strong and stable in who you are as a person, then you're better in every other role in your life. And for the family members out there, the, the support, the parents, the whomever, the kids do the same work because then you'll have the, um, the confidence and the, and the comfort and again, the balance and ease to be able to be in a place to support. And then also is that, you know, you can't tell anybody to do something. And at best, what you can do is steer them, to, you know, towards a certain way. Like I want my husband to go get some doctor's appointments done. I can't make him do it. I, as a wife, I can hopefully steer that way. I think I'm steering him that way, but you know, there's a right and wrong way to do that. And I hope, you know, because I, I do the work to not get mad about it or react to it is that I'm able to do it in a way that, that does positively affect the outcome, which is that he's probably going to make the appointment versus us having all these arguments about it. Stop nagging mm -hmm. me and, you know, blah, 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 all the marriage stuff. So um, one of the things that we do is, is really big as a community um, is that I don't think there can be enough community out there to support 
other people out there to support law enforcement officers, to support those out there who are supporting law enforcement officers. And so that's a big part of it, which I hope to grow more and more. I mean, my, my big, hairy, audacious goal is to have 10,000 members someday, because if I can do that at the end of the day, is that if I can prevent just one death by suicide, then everything I have done will have been worth it. Awesome. Um, because we don't need any more of that. And it's, right. it's, it's too, too easy to go down that rabbit hole. So if just one person hears this message, and I don't care if it's six degrees removed, that somebody who heard something and positively this the ripple effects of that and save one life, then open the pearly gates. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Well, that's, um, a, that's a lofty goal and it's a, it's a noble one. Mm-hmm. I'd like to continue, uh, but first I'd like to take a moment and thank our sponsor. PoliceOne.com is the number one resource for your up-to-the-minute law enforcement news, training, and incident analysis. Our mission is to provide you with the information you need to better protect your communities and your safety. Becoming a Police One member is quick, easy, and free. Once registered, you will receive access to secure law enforcement-only training and video tips, articles and sections, and a subscription to our award-winning law enforcement newsletters. Go to policeone.com forward slash registration to sign up today. That's police one, the number one dot com forward slash registration. Okay, and we're back and speaking to Bridget Truxillo, CEO and founder of Protective Wellness. And we're talking about uh, wellness for law enforcement officers and their families. And we talked about the situation, the sort of confluence of social media and uh, negative uh, perception of law enforcement officers. Um, So people come to you for help. What are the common issues that you're hearing most? What do you hear most these days? Uh, The three main things that I hear are I'm from cops is that they just feel so beat down. I'm so, I'm just so tired. Like some of the guys that I used to work with that were on SWAT with, which, you know, part of me thought, they came to one of my trainings and um, I was, I didn't think that they you know, kind of like forced them in, you know, knuckled them into it, you know, kind of like you take your brother and, and put them in a headlock and knuckle their heads, you know, you're like, you will come to this. And like, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> um, and I thought they'd kind of just be like, you know, leaning back, arms crossed, you know, like, yeah, yeah, whatever. What is this hippy dippy thing you're doing, Bridget? But at the end of it, you know, we said, you know, what is everybody thinking? Am I have any questions? And each one of them said, the same thing, you know, this is so important because I feel like you can't hurt. Number one, they're like, you can't hurt in enough ways. And then number two, they said, I'm just so tired. I feel so beat down after all the years of doing this. And I, you know, basically like, I don't know what to do about it anymore. Mm. And so honestly, at the end of the day, whether you use my program or you use some other one, I don't care. I, I believe in the abundance mentality, not scarcity mentality. Um, the more water that's out there, the more boats can float. I mean, so if you, I'd love to have more people with me, but ultimately find what works for you. And so it's that they're so tired. They, they just need to find some type of resource that works for them. And that's one of the things I hear. And then number two has mostly to do with legal questions. And, and I mean, obviously that's what makes me different. Um, and the two main legal questions that I get almost always are, um, one of them is very product of the times, but one is forever present is employment issues, um, discriminatory action, uh, harassment action, um, 
sometimes it's they've made a claim and there's some retaliatory action within the agency, which note to anybody out in an agency, do not retaliate on somebody in any kind of way after they've made a complaint, because then you're just making a paper trail. Um, you, anyway, so that's just note. Um, and so and I, the next one is that has lately come up a lot is on the mandates. Um, I got a lot of people asking me what my thoughts are on the ma mandates or what they can do. A lot of times that people say, what are your thoughts on the mandates? And, and honestly, my thoughts on the mandates don't matter. It's what your agency, what's your union, where you, and it really depends on where you are in the country on kind of sort of on what your options are if you're being given a vaccine mandate. Can you talk to uh, one or two of your examples where you were pretty successful with the situation? You know, there's a lady that I know that um, has taken a few parts of the program and she's told me that one of the things that she's gotten from it is that the balance on and off the job is and that the how much she feels relief off the job when she does these things hmm. and then how much that in turn benefits her on the job is that when you can feel more calm when you go home and you can allow yourself to be more rested then you're more ready to go to work and deal with whatever's going to happen and then you feel a little bit less affected by those things that happen at work so that when you go home and it just constantly is like bringing that stress level down it's like you're rat constantly ratcheting it down a little bit on all sides to where ultimately what you're seeking is equilibrium that if something happens on one side, you're less affected on the other. If you are, it's okay. You're going to get, you're going to, it's going to, you're going to balance it back out. Um, I even talk about like nutrition, just, I'm not going to tell you what to eat. I'm not a nutritionist, but I can tell you the reason why that's important in law enforcement is I'm not going to tell you it's because you want your, your uniform to fit better. I'm going to tell you it's because you're going to have an adrenaline dump on the job. And when you eat well, if you have proper nutrition, it allows your body to reach equilibrium faster. You're gonna be less affected in the long run by that adrenaline dump if you have proper nutrition in your body. Yes, hopefully your uniform will also fit better, but that's not why I say, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you, here's what you should eat at this time and what, no, I'm not qualified to do that and that's not my point. My point is, is to have a better mind-body connection when you're dealing with the stresses of the job. So, you know, I love when that lady said that is that, I mean, that's my whole goal. When she said that to me, oh my gosh, that made me so happy. Like, yes, that's exact, <laughs> yes, balance of life on and off the job. And that thing that's, it's so important. Yeah, hallelujah. Well, it, thing we've come a long way. I mean, when I got on the job, uh, I think alcohol was our biggest wellness program. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yep. After any critical incident, where'd you go to the, the bar. bar or if the bar was yep. closed to, you know, the spot. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, Joseph Wambaugh made a made a living out of writing books about that. But we've evolved, thankfully. Yep. And we are yes. talking more about fitness and nutrition and meditation mm -hmm. and apps that, you know, you can buy or they're free and and they center us. And I appreciate people like you that are really making an impact on social media and you're providing outlets for our sworn and non-sworn in the families of mm -hmm. them. So mm -hmm. thanks so much. Where can people find your articles, your resources? I know you're on Instagram on protective mm -hmm. wellness. Where else can we find you? Um, well, my website is myprotectivewellness.com. Um, and I have some good resources on there that any, they're available to anybody. Um, you could email me any, anybody, law enforcement, or I would let me, even like you say, the, the family of law enforcement, email me, 
for anything. Um, my name, you know, it's well, my name, which is Bridget, B-R-I-D-G-E-T at myprotectivewellness.com. Um, I mean, this is what I, you know, I, I could talk about this for hours. So email me, I can email about it for hours. There's nothing that excites me more than when I get an email, somebody asks me a question. I get like, oh, yes. <laughs> you know, I hate emails except for when I get those kind of emails. Um, so, you know, or any social media, but the biggest ones for me are LinkedIn and um Instagram, I do, I do have a blog on my website, but I almost always publish that same on as an article on LinkedIn. So you can find that there. Um, but yeah, I'm out there just, but Instagram is a good spot. Awesome. And my website. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for taking time and, and being on the show today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for everything you do um, in your past life and your current one. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. And to our listeners, thanks again for listening. Really appreciate it. hope you found today's show interesting. Let me know what you think. If you're enjoying the show, take a moment and rate us on the Apple podcast. It really helps us out. And you can get in touch with me or any of the Policing Matters team at policingmatters at policeone.com. That's policingmatters at policeone.com. Drop us a note. Give us some suggestions. Who do you want to hear from? What are the topics you'd like to hear about? Take good care of yourselves. Check out the apps. Check out Protective Wellness. Find something that works for you and take good care of yourself. All right. Be safe. Talk to you soon. Next time. I'm Jim Dudley, this is Policing Matters.